everyone welcome back to let the lady speak i am your one and only host sg on tonight's episode of let the lady speak we are continuing with our independent woman series on tonight's episode we're discussing the independent woman and the provider but before we get started i would like for you to subscribe to my podcast and you can do that by going to spotify apple Podcasts, or you can download the anchor app at anchor fm search let the ladies speak and click the subscribe button your support is greatly appreciated also you can follow me on instagram at let the ladies speak and or you can send me an email at let the speak.com at gmail.com i look forward to speaking with you and hearing your thoughts and views on my podcast But before we get started with tonight's episode, we're going to take a quick break and listen to my Anchor commercial. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to tonight's episode of Let the Lady Speak. On this episode, we're discussing the independent woman. This is part two of a three-part series, and we're talking about the provider. Um, and the independent woman. And I wanted to have this discussion because I think there is some confusion as to what a modern woman wants provided for her. I'm going to be clear. I don't think some women know what they want and I don't think some men know how to provide. And I think we have been caught in between two generational trains of thought, you know, depending on how you were raised Um, Some people have one foot in the very, very traditional way, but the other foot in a modern way because they they may have as a woman, they may have seen the women in their family be homemakers, but they've decided to have a career, but they still want some of what their father or what they saw the male, the men uh, model um, in these relationships. And then there's some people that are just completely disconnected. They've never had the male-female interaction to model or learn from. And they've raised themselves or, you know, they were raised with women who did everything, you know. And it's quite intriguing to know that there are men who were like, I've seen women do everything my whole life. So they don't know how to provide for a woman that kind of wants some of that tradition. Um, And then there's some women who've been raised by all women they don't know how to ask or communicate or or say clearly this is what I want from a provider. I want or there's the young lady who grew up very traditional and although she's taken her life down a different path, she wants certain things provided for her. So this is just a discussion about the provider. What are we looking for? We're gonna do a brief little exercise and then we're gonna also reflect on what type of provider that we need and whether or not we're willing to pay the cost because sometimes there is a cost for a provider. Um, By definition, the provider is someone or something that provides something that is needed, right? But we all know, or you may have seen on movies or different things like that where you, there's a couple where the man was the fun, the man was the financial provider, but he offered nothing else. He wasn't emotionally connected. He wasn't affectionate or his presence was missed. So we're going to talk about whether or not that is something that is important to us. I am going to do a panel or maybe just have a guest on 
to have that conversation from like some married women and people who have been married or individual who just thinks differently. So look forward to that. So traditionally, when we think about provider, we think about a sole financial provider. Some people just think the provider is the breadwinner and is the male. So the question I would ask you is, is that true today? Do you have to have as a woman, do you have to have a man be the breadwinner? And if you are the breadwinner, what other roles are you going to play in the house? I know couples that do both. I know people that do both. I work with some nurses when I'm at the hospital. They do all of the work. They're working and their husbands are stay at home. Now, to each his own, we're not judging here, but that's how their home is. And then there are some that's the opposite. There are some that is, the you know, I know some women who they spent their whole lives at home. They forgot their dreams to be a stay at home mom while their husband was the breadwinner. So what are your thoughts on on that or do you just want a partner but we're going to get a little bit more into that soon um before we start on the actual exercise because we're going to do an exercise i just want us to remember that this is a judgment free zone this is a safe zone we're just trying to learn heal and grow here no one is judging you based off of what you want besides you know, we're all in our homes or cars or wherever you're listening. Thank you for listening. But wherever you're listening, no one can hear your inner thoughts. This is between you and you and you. Okay. So what is this exercise that we're going to do? What's the goal? I should say the goal is to develop a plan to reach our goal as a modern woman, as it relates to a provider, right? In nursing, we have this thing called nursing process, the nursing process. The nursing process is how we determine how we're going to care for a patient. What you do is you assess the whole situation. Okay, there's a problem. You assess the situation. You gather your information. You set a goal. You implement your goal. And then you evaluate. That's what we're doing. And if you're a business-minded person, it's the same as the plan, do, act. Basically, you have a goal and how are you going to reach it, Okay. Goal number two is that we want to be able to communicate to our partners or the person we're dating or while we're dating or if we're married or in a relationship. We want to communicate our desires, want and needs as it relates to a provider. Communication is key in any relationship and it's sexy. I, I love a communicator myself. So Communication is key. So our second goal is so that we can properly communicate to the individual we need to communicate to um, about our our needs from our provider. Goal number three is so that we can stop wasting our time. We're not going to waste our time because once you know what you want, you're not going to waste your time on anything else. Right. We're not going to go against our own interests. If you don't want a traditional way of living your life and you don't want a traditional provider once you really realize that that is not what you want you won't do it you won't seek it you won't move forward in that relationship unless that person is flexible and is willing to do it I think too often we as humans feel like and especially women because we're nurturers and we feel like we can fix things you can't fix another person you cannot fix another person and you can't change a person's mind, you know, 
that person, even if they say you changed my mind, it's really them changing their mind. You were just a model or an example, or you opened their eyes or whatever the case may be, but you can't change or fix a person. So don't think that, okay, for example, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I, he doesn't want a baby, but I want a baby. I'm going to make him have this baby and then think that he's going to change his mind on not wanting a baby. And when, he, you know, we've seen this and then he's not an example or he's not active in a child's life. And then this child is growing up without a father or, you know, without a father or a proper father figure in their lives. So the same the same applies to all things across the board. Don't feel like you can change someone into being what you want them to be. You have to look at things as they are. Accept them for what they are. Accept this person for who they are. Now, if they're flexible and they're willing to communicate and you've opened their eyes and they're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. That's different. But if they say, this is not what I want, then it's not what they want. You know, I can give an example from my life. My ex-fiance was a financial provider. Great at financially providing for me, okay? I didn't have to do, I didn't have to worry about anything when it came down to money. Um, and that's what he wanted. He wanted someone to come home to. He didn't want to have to worry about you being at work all the time. He wanted someone to come home to. He wanted someone to make love to. And he wanted someone just to be there for him. That's, that is what he wanted. When he was at work, do whatever you want to do. But when he got home, he wanted you to be home. I wanted a career. I wanted a career and I wanted to be a nurse. And um, that wasn't something that he really wanted. Now, that's not why we broke up. But for me, that was the beginning of the end, right? Because it, that's important to me. But again, I'm jumping ahead. Our last goal for this exercise is to... Ensure that we're being true to ourselves about the expectations we have for the provider in our lives. Sometimes people aren't being honest to honest about what they want. They're going by what the societal norms have told them should it should be or what they their family has said it should be or friends or what they see around them. But it isn't necessarily what they want or who they are as a person. And you yourself have to decide what is it that you want, you know? So those are our goals. Our goal is to develop a plan, to be able to communicate, to stop wasting our time, and just to figure out for ourselves what we want um, as far as a provider. So let's get started. Get a journal, a notepad, a piece of paper, your iPhone, your iPad, whatever it is that you write on or you need to write on or just go somewhere and sit with yourself and just reflect on these things and um, find a place that's safe for you to kind of go over some of these questions. So what we're going to do first is we're going to self-reflect. And I want you to really think to yourself, what do you need? What type of provider do you need? What do you want? Again, we're going to leave church out of it. We're going to leave religion out of it. We're going to leave social norms out of it. We're going to leave our friends. You know, what's that song? There's a song, oh my goodness, where, you know, basically, oh yeah, you think you're lonely now? 
Mm -hmm. Wait until tonight because you're looking at your friends wanting what they have, not knowing what they're going through to get it. Meanwhile, you have a good person at home and all you have to do is work with what you have. So we're going to take away everyone else and everything else and just think about you and your mate or you and your future mate. What is it that you need from them to provide? What should they provide for you? Next, we're going to ask ourselves the following questions. Write it down and write down the answers. And you don't have to do it now. You know, do it whenever you want to, but just really reflect on this. And it's really the same as number one. What type of provider do I need as a modern woman? You're working, you have a career, you have a career and children. What type of provider do you need? Do you need someone that's going to help with the kids? Do you need someone that's going to help with the house? Do you just need some dates? Maybe you just want someone to take you out and make you feel like a lady once in a while. Maybe you just want to have some adult conversation and adult interaction. Maybe you just want some male energy and you don't want anyone to provide anything major. And maybe you don't want anyone to provide for you financially. You just want these, you just want these other components. Or maybe you do want somebody to provide for you financially. Maybe you do want someone who can help pay your bills or the bills around the house or all the bills. Um, someone who can make sure that you can travel and things of that sort. Someone who lightens your financial load or someone that can educate you on finances and teach you how to invest and save and buy property or whatever the case may be. What ex What type of provider do you need? Do you need a emotional provider, a spiritual provider. I mean, there's different ways. Remember, a provider is someone who provides something that's needed. So what is it that you need? Now, I'm going to talk about me because writing this out, I had to do it for myself. My number one need is security. I need security and I need security on every single level. Financially, I need to know that you're not going to drain our accounts right? You're not gambling and spending up all our money on the family, um, the friends who can't get their lives together, the things that don't really matter or they don't meet or help us meet our goal. For example, if we're talking about having a house built, you're out buying motorcycles. Like, I don't feel safe in that. I don't feel like you have considered me if you do something like that. So for me, I need security on type of levels. I want to know that if, if you're going out, I mean, do your thing. We both work because I, I have to work. So we both work and we both make money. But I want to know that when you go out, you're still going to be responsible and consider our household first. You know, I need a selfless person. So I need you to offer me security. And I need to know that our business is our business. Our finances is is our finances. So you won't allow anyone to come in and count our pockets, to take food off our table or uh, risk it all. You know, don't put our house up to get your friend out of jail when you know your friend has been on the foolishness their whole lives. It's different when you have to help someone for this, you know, because they've fallen on hard times. Everyone falls on hard times and you may need someone, but you have some people who are constantly in a bind and they're doing nothing to get out of it, but coming and asking you for money, you know? So 
I need that security from my person to know that they're not going to let that happen, right? Your relationship, your home comes first. I need financial stability, which kind of is the same as security. Um, I have to be in a stable environment and I need a stable environment all the way around. I just need stability. Again, I talked about in my first, um, my first podcast, you know, a safe space. I talked about how home is so important to me. Home is very, very important. I cannot tell you how important it is to me. That is my mental health. My stability is important because my mental health counts on it. It, Home is where I rebuild. I all control delete. It's where I relax. It's it's a safety net for me. Um, It's an environment that I've created and I've worked for. I value my home. So I need stability. That is important. So you have to make sure our home is stable. You know, there's not a lot of mood swings and attitudes and you're not like you're not dealing with yourself. And it's hard to be with a person who isn't dealing with their demons. You know, we all have demons, so it's okay to have them. They come up out of nowhere. I am a witness. One day everything could be okay and I could be somewhere and get triggered. Not knowing that that was even there. The subconscious is a, is a something else, honey. <laughs> so for me, I need stability. It's okay if you're going through transition or if you're growing, but work on it. If you tell me there's nothing wrong, but I can obviously see there's something wrong and you won't do anything about it. That's in state. That's unstable to me. I can't deal with that. So I need stability. I need communication. We're going to communicate about our finances and everything else. I need for you to provide a place for me to safely communicate where we're not judging one another or there isn't anger or aggression. Not saying there isn't times where we may get angry with one another or we may be upset or, you know, we're just having a bad day. But if that is a constant, that's a problem for me. If I can never talk to you, if I don't feel comfortable or safe, having a conversation with you, if what we talk about, you share with everyone and, or you have issues and you've shared that in the streets and you haven't shared it in this home. I have a problem with that. I need effective communication. You have to provide that environment for me and I will do the same. And please know everything that I ask for, I give, right? The next thing I need provided for me is intimacy, I need to know that we're going to have a level of intimacy that includes our communication, that includes our, you know, time together, you know, a time to our cuddle time, our sex time, our whatever that is. I need whatever that looks like for the both of us. I need that level of intimacy Um, and I need transparency and I need to be able to give it. I need to be able to give myself to you. And feel okay with that. And I need the same from you. If you are a stranger to me, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. I have no desire to be in a relationship with a stranger. I need to know who you are, right? Even if you're changing, we all grow, we all change. 20-year-old SG is not the same as 44-year-old SG. I get that, but I need to know who you are. You have to be able to open up to me to show me who you are. 
I need a supportive mate. I need for my mate to provide a supportive environment. Support my dreams. Support my, support me in general. My dreams, my aspirations. Um, emotionally support me when I need it. If I need financial support, again, even if that's education, but if I need financial support, support me. If I'm trying to finish school, help take the load off. You know, people don't want to say what they need because they don't want to appear weak. That is not weak. It takes so much to open up and say, I need these things for my person. That takes strength. So don't ever feel like that's weakness when you say what you need. For me, if I am going to be in a relationship, there are things that I need. And if I need you to financially support me, that's what I need. If I need for you to emotionally support me, that's what I need. If I have to do it alone, I have to be alone. Because if I'm not, I'm going to be resentful towards you, you know, and you're just a person I'm resenting and, and angry with. And that's not healthy. And that's not the environment I want. So I do need someone that's supportive. Um, lastly, I need a partnership. Overall, we are partners. Marriage is a business and it's a partnership. And when I go into this relationship or marriage with you, I need all of the things that I just listed, but I need my partner. You know, I don't need a dictator as a woman who has her own. I need a partner. And I'm going to tell you, I would love for a guy to be traditional in that he puts gas in my car and makes sure my car is washing. If he wants to pay all the bills, that's fine too. I don't have a problem with that. I just want us to be partners in what it is that we're doing. Lead, please leave. Lead. I love me a leading man. Go ahead and lead. But you have to check in with me and communicate. We're partners. Don't lead me down a path blindfolded. There isn't anything I shouldn't know when it comes down to um, the house. For example, say he is paying all the bills and this is for me. Say he is paying all the bills. He takes care of all of our finances. I still need to know and understand what's happening. I work in healthcare. I see people come into hospital for one thing and pass away because there were underlying issues that, you know, people weren't aware, aware of or things just happen. And I think to myself sometimes when I hear the wives or the husbands crying, they don't know what they're going to do. They don't know about the insurance policy. They don't know about, there's so much that it hasn't been communicated. There's so much missing. I don't want that. I want a partner. I want to know what's happening. Even if you are in business with another person, I still want to know what's your role in this business. We have to talk about it. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I want to know. I want to have knowledge of. So I don't want to be in the dark. I have to have a partnership. So again, I'm going to ask you what's missing for your lot from your life and what can your partner provide? If you're going to be in a relationship or if you are in a relationship, what makes you feel provided for? As a woman, as a modern woman, as an independent woman, what makes you feel provided for? And I think that's a question you have to ask yourself. Um, and what are your non-negotiables with that? Is there is there a, a list? Is there a top of the list and a bottom of the list? Are you just horizontal across the board? Um, what are your non-negotiables? What are your absolutes? 
you know, for me, I can absolutely not be the only person making money in my home. For me, we both have to work and have careers or jobs. Like I could date a blue collar collar guy. I don't have an issue with that, but we both have to work. Like this is a we thing. I am French. I need we. I don't want I. I don't believe in equality. And before you guys be like, what? (laughs) I don't believe men or women are necessarily equal, but I don't mean that in a bad way. We all have our role and we all have our, we have our role and we have our place. And that's what we are. So I'm not going to say I'm beneath him by no means. No, I'm not going to say I'm above him by no means. We are equal in that sense, but there's some things I want from a man. There's some things I like, you know, I'm going to talk about it more in the next episode because I'm going to talk about dating and relationships, but I am a wee girl. I am a wee girl. Um, and that's important to me that I'm recognized for that. So you have to allow me to be an individual and support that in me. That's what I need from a partner. I need that level of support that you would allow me to continue to be me and grow as a person and support me through those changes and communicate with me, you know, if there's an issue. So that will be what's missing for my life. If I'm going to have a partner, if I'm going to be with someone, you have to supply the things that I am. I need security, stability, communication, intimacy, support, and a true, true partnership. What are you willing to sacrifice for a provider? And are you flexible and willing to negotiate? This is so important because sometimes we want one thing, but we're not willing to sacrifice what it would cost to have that one thing. For example, if you say, I want to stay at home, right? I want to stay at home. I don't want to work. I want someone that provides for me 100% financially. Okay. Or you pay maybe one bill around the house. Um, if, if that was the case, and that means that he has to be gone all the time, are you willing to pay that cost? Is it okay for him to be gone? Do you need his presence? You know, that's something to think about. If him being the financial provider meant that he may cheat because he feels like the home is taken care of. So whatever else I need out there, is that okay? Are you willing to pay that cost? Because, you know, that used to happen a lot, which is why so many women became proud of being able to sustain life on their own and to be self-sufficient because when they depend depended on a man when they had to, when society required that that was how life was, a lot of women suffered abuse, neglect, and things of that sort, as I talked about in part one. So the question you have to ask yourself is, is that what I want for me? And if you have children, is that what you want modeled for your children? And for me, that's a no. And for me, I... I, so need to just create and 
do and be. I love learning. I love education. I love working. I love my career. I don't want to give that up. So if he says he's going to be the financial provider, but I, I can't work, I couldn't do that. If he said he's going to do it and I can work, but he just needs me to be there for him at certain times, I can do that. I just have to be able to be an individual. That is the biggest thing with me is that I'm an individual. So what's important to you as a modern woman who has made all of these sacrifices to get to where you are? Because let's be clear, a lot of women are independent, especially financially, because we have to be. A lot of women are independent because they were forced to. There, there wasn't a, there wasn't an option. It wasn't an option for you not to be, you know. Um, but there's some women who want that. And there's some who don't. And there's some that are somewhere in the middle. And wherever you are, that's your business, as Tabitha Brown will say. Um, you just have to decide for yourself what it is that you really, truly want. And give yourself permission to change your mind. Maybe you try it and then you don't like it. My ex-fiance, I pray for him. I pray for him based on what I was told. And he was everything that I prayed for. And then when we got together, I realized I should never pray for particular things again. So I don't do that anymore, you know, and that's a life lesson. That just wasn't a lesson with him. That was a life lesson. And, um, and I did it twice. There was another relationship I was in and I saw this relationship and I was like, oh, I want one just like that. And then I got it right but then I didn't know the behind the scenes and I was experiencing the same exact behind the scenes. When I tell you there are power, this power in your words, this power in the tongue, you have to be very, very mindful of what you say. You have to be very, very mindful of what you wish for, what you think about. Be mindful, put out in the universe, pray about, speak to the Lord about, you know, what you want. Now me, I've just made it simple. Lord, what's your will? I just need your will. You tell me your will. Give me the tools to get to where I need to be. Give me the wisdom and the spirit of discernment. That's what I need. I don't, I don't do all of that. I pray for a man that's spiritual. But if I say, God, what's your will? And he gives me his will. I'm not worried about it. They're going to be spiritually sound. They're going to be what I need in that way. So I don't pray for particulars anymore. You know? I pray for wisdom and all things get an understanding. That's what he said. And it took me some years and some lashes to understand what that meant and how important that is. But it has really changed my life. And honestly, it's allowed me to grow as a person because I stopped chasing what everyone else wanted me to be. And I stopped chasing what I was told I should be. I've I've always been a rebel without a cause, right? Or a rebel with a cause, however you want to look at it. I've always been rebellious. And um, sometimes I was just fighting against things because I just wanted to rebel. But then I would fall into the trap of what everyone else was telling me. It was so weird. I still would fall into the trap of what I was told. You have to be married. You need to get married. My grandmother would say that all the time. No one's going to marry you if you can't cook. No one's going to marry you if you can't clean. No one's going to marry you. You know, all of these things. And so I almost 
get myself into a unhealthy marriage, listening to that. Now, don't get me wrong. I am very happy with everything that she's taught me and forced me to learn because it allows me to care for myself. Um, but I am also happy that I was able to live my life, turn around and live my life for myself. So now I live my life for myself. I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care what anyone has to say. I check in with the Lord. Okay. So you have to decide what sacrifices you're willing to make. Are you willing to sacrifice yourself, your peace, your partner, your mate? Are you, what sacrifices are you willing to make with them? Is their presence important? Is their communication and affection important? Um, you really have to sit with yourself to decide is, are those things important? What must you have? So make sure you write this stuff down and really think about it. Just think about it. And then think about if you're willing to negotiate. Like I said, are these your non-negotiables? You have to review that. Um, next, I would say, what do you want provided for you in the future? So if you haven't started a business and you want to start a business, for example, what does that person need to provide for you? What do you think will be okay? For the future. Do you want someone that's going to care for you? Do you want someone that is a caregiver in case you're sick? Like these are things that's important to look at, to think about and to look at, um, again, as a caregiver, as a nurse, I love to see husbands come in and care for their wives, you know, and they're like, you're beautiful. I don't care how much of a mess that woman is looking. He comes in and he's like, you're beautiful. He makes sure we're giving, taking good care of his wife. Not mean or nasty, but he is protecting his wife. He's making sure that, you know, she's taken care of and she's clean and she's okay. And the things that she likes, you know, I look at that and I'm like, that's what I want. I want to know that when I'm sick, you'll still be here. So I do need you to be some type of caregiver. I need you to be willing to be a caregiver. I need you to provide me a nurturing, caring, loving, hands-on man if something happens. If we have children, which I'm not having children now, but if we had children and um, I couldn't be there for our children, I want to know you're going to do that. You're not going to pawn that off somewhere to someone else, you know? That is important to me. So, and it's important for our future. So you want to, you want to know what type of provider do you want in the future? You have to ask yourself that question and ask a man. You may have to ask the man, how do you provide? Like, how do you see providing? What do you want to do for your, your woman? How do you want to provide for her? What's okay with you? Like check in with him and see. And when you're dating, ask that question. And honestly, that's a question I didn't use to ask. It really isn't. But it's an important question. And I've had to start asking it, you know. Um, and I don't think people even really think of it. Because honestly, I didn't used to think about it at all. And, and that's important. I think communication is so key and we don't say what we need or what we want. But we expect for the person to know. No one can know because everyone is different. And again, if you guys have come from different backgrounds, 
you may not see a household or a relationship or a partnership the same. And you have to know how this person was brought up and what's modeled. And again, we'll get into more of that when we talk about the relationship and dating an independent woman. But that's what we need. And I don't think I said it, but I also need a certain amount of time. I don't need a lot of time. I do need a person that respects my time and makes time, but I don't need a lot of time. So find out if that's something that you need provided for you. Do you need a lot of time? And you should ask that. So that's the end of the exercise. Just sit down, do some self-reflecting and ask yourself, what type of provider, what type of provider do you need? What do you need provided? Is it financial, emotional, spiritual, spiritual, or what is it that you need? So once you've determined what you need it, so once you've reflected on your needs and desires in a provider and a mate, you will write them down and then come up with a plan as to how you're going to pursue that in a person. Um, and that plan could be just simply communicating. I'm going to make sure I ask him about being a provider. And you're going to inquire about how he grew up or how she grew up. Um, how do you how do you perceive a provider? What type of provider was modeled in your life? What type of provider do you want to be? For example, those are some of the questions you can ask just to make sure you guys are on the same page and just to make sure you are moving in the right direction. Remember, because one of our goals is not to waste time. So once you've reflected, written it down and you start pursuing or dating or while you're dating or in your act, your current relationship, you are going to come up with ways to communicate and seek information. So you're going to communicate to your partner or potential partner what it is that you need and what you're looking for. Um, and then you're going to also inquire about that person and find out if he's flexible. Ask him what is what are his non-negotiables in providing. And if they match up, then you have a match. You guys can move forward and you can talk about other things and other non-negotiables and other things that's important to the both of you. Um, but you are clear. So in this exercise and just in this conversation or this time of reflection, you can really come up with what's important for you. Because I think us as modern women are so busy. We oftentimes just go, 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 go. And we're just hanging on by a thread or we're just grabbing onto the, the train as it rides by, but we're really not sitting and thinking about what we want so that we can pursue what it is that we really want. So my advice for life or anything, any goal that you have, really sit down with yourself in a quiet space, ask for spiritual guidance if that's what you're into, um, and really sit down and say, okay, what is it that I need? What is it that I want? What is my issue? Right? And be, wanting a provider uh, and a way for a person to provide for you is the same. Think about that. 
write it down, write it out, reflect, then come up with a plan or decide moving forward that you're going to do certain things. So moving forward, I'm going to make sure I talk about a provider. Moving forward, I'm going to make sure I talk about finances. Moving forward, I'm going to make sure that I'm paying attention to cues that a person may not be what it is that I want or that, that I need or that, you know, this person can't bring value to my life in a way. Um, make sure you communicate. Make sure that you're being open and honest and always communicating your needs and your wants and your desires and what makes you happy and what makes you unhappy. Don't ever forget to check in on yourself. Don't forget to check in on yourself. Don't forget to reflect on what's happening with you or what has happened. Don't forget to take your lessons in life as just that. Trials are lessons. So what have you learned from this? What are you going to per try to prevent in the future and how you're going to move forward and always be 100% honest with yourself. Be honest with you, what you want, what you need, what you desire, um, who you are. Be honest about who you are and leave everyone and everything else out of it. Just sit with you because at the end of the day, you are you and you have to live with you. You have to sleep with yourself. The mind can be a mind filled if you don't address your needs. The reason why so many people are so frustrated is because there are so many women out here doing so much. And yes, we can do it all on our own. We can do it, ladies. I know we can. We can do all things, right? But the problem with that is it wears on you. It's hard. It is hard and it's not good for you. You know, um, women, black women are suffering more and more from obesity and it's not just diet. A lot of it is stress and lifestyle for us from us trying to be all things to all people. Us trying to show how strong we are. Us trying to say we don't need anyone. You know, we're doing all of these things, but we are tearing ourselves down. Stress causes just as much fat as a poor diet. And because most of us are going, 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 we're not eating correctly. We're not doing self-care. We're not taking care of ourselves. See if your partner will provide you the opportunity to do self-care guilt-free, you know? Really, really think about what you need a person to provide for you. What type of environment? What type of relationship? Like, what can they bring to your life? What can they give you? And if that's money, that's okay. If that's time, that's okay. If that's emotions, that's okay. Whatever the case is, it's okay. Don't ever let anyone make you feel bad for being human and having human needs. You're not weak if you show a moment of sadness, if you are exhausted, if you're, t you're human and that's okay. You are beautiful and you are strong and nothing changes that, okay? So we're gonna conclude tonight's episode Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening, for sharing, um, and just for taking the time to spend time with me. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And 
please make sure you take time for yourself. Please make sure you practice some self-care and think about what we discussed, okay? I look forward to speaking to you guys soon. Thank you again for letting me speak. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Thank you.